Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us this morning. But before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit and for sending him so that he'd guide us into all truth and show us things to come, Lord. We ask for your mercy and your grace be applied to each and every one of us today, Lord. We commit our cares and our concerns into your hands, Lord, because you care for us, Lord, and we choose not to worry anymore, and we choose to walk in your divine protection and your divine provision, Lord, and we hold our heads up, Lord, and we go and do what it is that you asked us to do, Lord, and we leave the results up to you. Yes, sir. And Lord, we just thank you for the good results because you only produce good things, Lord. That's right. So we just thank you for your word today and the life that it will bring to the hearers, Lord, and those participating in it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Layla, what was going on with that voice? No, no, that was a radio voice, right? She had her executive voice, then she had her teacher voice. Now it's the radio voice. I see. Okay. For the listeners, Layla was making comments and she was saying how explaining how that was her different voices and stating which voice each one was so <laughs> clearly that was the radio voice okay. just made us all chuckle okay oh, well, speaking good. of radio voices let me put on my announcer voice you know <laughs> <laughs> so i won't i won't do my exaggerated one but you know we haven't said anything in a while just to remind the listeners that um you know we appreciate your support mm-hmm. and i um, always want to remind you of the ways that you can support the ministry um not under compulsion, but under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I think, you know, that's what this ministry is about. So, but we always want to make sure we remind you of that. So uh, if you do feel like you want to support the ministry uh, with your finances, you can just visit org, and you can find all the links there necessary to do that. If you want to contact the ministry, then it's ministry at org. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we, we do welcome your feedback, positive or negative. It doesn't It doesn't matter to us. We'd love to hear it. Uh, we just want to serve the Lord. So if you have uh, thoughts or uh, anything that can help us do that better, um, maybe you could help us do that better by joining us. We'd love for you to join us either in front Amen. of the microphone or behind the microphones. There's opportunities to serve and join us there. There's other times to fellowship with us and have communion. Mm-hmm. We'd like mm-hmm. for you to participate in that as well, too. Same thing. Just reach out to us at ministry at org. And you may have heard a few days back, John uh, just kind of reminding the listeners and letting you know, but maybe you'd like to have uh, John and Kamisha come speak to you, maybe at an event that you have, or maybe at your church, or maybe there's just something special that you'd like to have them share. And same thing, just reach out to ministry at adayofprayer.org, and uh, we can get the ball rolling on that. Of course, so they'll be before, bring that before the Holy Spirit before they'll commit That's, one way or the other. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it's amazing what God will do when we just ask. So uh, we appreciate your support, and we hope that uh, if you have any prayer needs, you can share those as well. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dean. Praise reports. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear about, well, we'd love to minister to the body and, and of course, rejoice with you in what the Lord is is doing and has done in your life. So, amen. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And now back to our regularly scheduled podcast (laughs) of adayofprayer.org where we're talking about the ephod and the turban. Amen. Amen. The road for the ephod, yes. (laughs) 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it goes. It just goes with handling the word rightly. So, yes. right, so no, but we do that here, and 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 I'm we glad that good time doing it. You, Dean, have have since the I will say the beginning of you know when we've come and we've studied the word together. You as something you have brought up, like hey, let's make sure we're doing this, and and of course mm-hmm. that's what we want to do. Absolutely, and and you know that obviously, and you know. That's that's something near and dear to our heart. We do not ever want to mishandle the word, um, which actually is something that we've been talking about here in the past few episodes. So, handling the Lord and His things, His word, His things that are dedicated to Him and His service rightly. How it comes and matters to our life. That being said, let's get into the word. Can I get a volunteer to reread... We're still in Exodus 28, verses 31 through 43, please. I will. All right, LaCharles. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. There shall be an opening for his head in the middle of it. It shall, be, it shall have a woven binding all around its opening, like the opening in a coat of mail, so that it does not tear. And upon its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet all around its hem and bells of gold between them all around. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, upon the hem of the robe all around. And it shall be upon Aaron when he ministers, and its, and its sound will be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out that he may not die. You shall also make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engraving of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And you shall put it on a blue cord that it may be on the turban. It shall be on the front of the turban. So it shall be on Aaron's forehead, that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things which the children of Israel hollow in all their holy gifts. And it shall always be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall skillfully weave the tunic of fine linen thread. You shall make the turban of fine linen, and you shall make the sash of woven work. For Aaron's sons you shall make tunics, and you shall make sashes for them, and you shall make hats for them, for glory and beauty. So you shall put them on Aaron your brother, and on his sons with them. You shall anoint them, consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister to me as priests. And you shall make for them linen trousers to cover their nakedness. They shall reach for the, they shall reach from the waist to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they come into the tabernacle of meeting, or when they come near the altar to minister in the holy place, that they do not incur iniquity and die. It shall be a statue forever to him and his descendants after him. Amen. Amen. So, we're going to open up the floor for an opportunity for everyone to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to them, and ask any questions, and... Charles, we're going to start with you because you left the last episode and you had something to share, but you said it wasn't short. So no. let's begin with you, sir. Okay. In the last devotional, we, I had left off talking about how mommy's ideas had spurred a thought about Aaron and his two sons and how they were consumed by fire. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the Lord was just showing me that here, first of all, it was also a perspective on their part. If you'll flip with me to um, Exodus 19. Mm-hmm. That's when um, Moses tells the children of Israel, go up on the mountain with them. 
Which verse? Like sir? Where? Um. Okay, we'll start at verse eighteen. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in a f- in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long, it became louder and louder. Moses spoke, and God answered him by voice. Mm-hmm. Verse 20. Do you want me to read? Or? Actually, this was not quite where he thought. I'm, I skipped past him. Not to go refine it. Oh, but I, I do enjoy this. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, even if the mentality was that we don't want to be near you, God. Right? The, and I believe it's Hebrews, talks about the people not wanting to hear the voice of God anymore. And they say, you just go for us, Moses. We that's, don't want to hear it. We, we're going to stay here. That's the distinguishing difference. And be separate from you and, and far apart. So that is a seed of starting something else. When you don't want to hear what God has to say, how long is it before you disdain everything else? Right? Not long at all. If you don't want to hear his voice, how long is it before you take what he said is holy and make it common and mistreat the things of God? Because first of all, you didn't hear. You didn't take the opportunity to hear how God felt about it and the sincerity and the weight that was behind it, the accountability or responsibility behind it. But then also, you didn't want. You didn't. You had no desire to hear it. Yes. So, I mean, even, I, th- I thought this was a great place. Um, it was still, uh, it's not quite the um, verse I was looking for, but it still fits in here. What, what is it? Explain it. The Articulate, verse I was sir. looking for specifically is when the children of Israel refused to go to the mountain when the Lord said, when Moses said, the Lord wants to have a personal relationship with you, so come up. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, Moses, you go in there, you get it for us, we'll stay down here and keep ourselves alive. Hmm. Or what they thought would keep themselves alive. Amen. That, that's what I was referencing as well. So, But, but even in this chapter, connected. right? Even in this chapter, the Lord is drawing them near. Yes. He's telling Moses and the leadership, hey, bring the people close. Bring yes. the people close to where I dwell, where I reside. Right? Yes. Denoting the Lord wants that closeness with you and I. Right? With, with each of us individually. Yes. Now, there were still some boundaries, right? Do not touch the mountain, right? Yes. Um, right, because they were unclean, right? If, any, if even an animal touched it, the animal had to be killed, right? So said, yes. Be sure that they don't touch these things, right? Because they're not yet purified. They're not yet cleansed. They're not yet sanctified for the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which... You see this throughout, right? We're talking about the garments of the priesthood. Um, Haggai 2.13, right? Well, actually, it's 12 and 13. If a man carries consecrated meat in the fold of his garment and it touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any other food, does that item become holy? No. But he asked if one who is defiled by contact with a corpse touches any of these, does it become defiled? He said, yes, it becomes defiled, right? And then verse 14 so then Haggai replied, So it is with this people and this nation before me, says, declares the Lord. And so is it with every work of their hands. Whatever they offer there is defiled. Right? Yes. So, but back to the, the point we're making here, right? The Lord was 
always trying to draw the people close. And, and even today, he's always attempting to, well, not attempting, he's providing opportunity for us to draw close to him. The difference and this distinguishing factor is if we will listen, if we will be willing to hear and then because we love him, be obedient or do what he is instructing us to do. Same with parents and children, right? Same with instructions for life, right? We teach all these things to our children, but they actually have to receive the instruction and then do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and oftentimes for us as believers, that comes in the way of approaching the way he says to approach. Um, mm-hmm. Approach God the way he asks us to. That, that's really important. And I know I say this a lot. And it's, it's important, especially today we live in a world of entertainment, especially in America, a world that's consumed with ease, um, being entertained, things being fun and not having accountability or responsibility. I mean, you can turn the TV on for two seconds and that's everywhere around. Do what you want. Who cares? It feels good. Do it. Yeah. Mm. All of that. But then when it comes to God, we go, oh, that's too hard. But wait, it's not. It's not too much that he asked of us, that he asked of us. Whatever it is, it's not too much. Does he mean for us to do it on our own? No, no more than he meant for them to make these beautiful garments and holy garments by themselves. He gave them not only the skill, but he gave them the physical ability, the strength and the endurance. He gave them the, um, the vision and the pattern, and he gave them very clear instructions. And he said, cooperate with me, walk alongside me as I walk alongside you and help you do the things that I'm requiring so that we can have covenant relationship. And it's not too hard. It's okay for God to ask us to respect his holiness. Yes. It's okay for God to ask us, and we should expect him to, to be God. Amen. And us to offer our reverence to him. As his people. As his people. He is God. So that that mindset that would try to creep in and seduce you to say, oh, that's too hard. That's too complicated. God is, he's mean. He's et cetera, et cetera. You name it. Accusing and his character. Don't give in to that. Put that away from you and put on, this is right to do what my God asked me to do. It's right to walk in the way that he says pleases him. It's right to come by the holy door that he has provided, who is Jesus, the Messiah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except through him. And we come to him by faith, and it's his grace his unmerited favor that allows us to do so partake of him. And then whatever else he says to you, that is either and written in his word and that he spoke to your heart, speaks to your heart, do it. Not complaining, not backbiting, not out of obligation or begrudgingly or of a fear of him of terror, but trust and know that he's a good God. The one who called you, also justified you, also glorified you, also set you apart. But you do have to respect him. The Lord talks about uh, chastising. When a human parent disciplines us, we respect them and we appreciate it in most cases. But 
when God does it, somehow it's too much. Well, even with that, though, there's a mindset, right?、Mm-hmm. Those that have a love for their parents, Amen. while they may not understand everything yet, they appreciate it. Those that are rebellious don't appreciate it and actually despise it. Amen. Again, there's a distinguishing difference. There's a difference in the heart. It comes to a heart. heart and a mindset. Glory to God. And discipline, I know instantly you go to spanking or quiet time or whatever. That's not it. It's his standard and saying, hey, you're outside of that. Come back into alignment. Anytime God holds a standard up, it's there for our discipline to make us who we're supposed to be. Aligning us, guiding us, safeguarding us. As you said, the.、Um, What was it? Verse 43 of Exodus 28.、Um, at, towards、so、the end of it, it says, That they do not incur iniquity and die. Right? It's the safeguard, the standards, and the parameters, the metrics that he gives us are for our safety as well. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sweepy. Oh, and how with it, it was also a matter of perspective of what they're thinking about. <gasps> I'd say with the Lord showing me that with Aaron's two sons, there's always a, I know for myself when I get in trouble, there's always a clear expectation of what I think is going to happen. There's always, I always have it in the front of my mind by saying, no, I'm going to outsmart this. And、uh. the, <laughs> little, little calculation, little planning, pull out your abacus and. My abacus that was broken, and, the knees were gone. If, quote unquote, <laughs> if I get taught, caught, this is what I will probably receive, right? Yes. How, how often does. Does your、uh, math add up? Never. Never. Okay. <laughs> no one can outsmart sin. Sorry. Yes. And how the Lord showed me that with their perspective, first of all, if you see and hear, they expect you to be burned with fire. That's, they expect you to die and be consumed by the fire off the mountain. That's why they refuse to go up there.、Mm. And how the Lord showed me that it was a direct correlation to their mindsets towards sin.、Mm-hmm. And then. So, so let's look at that, right? Yes. Because that comes as a result of misunderstanding and having a misperception of the Lord. So,、yes. in other words, not viewing Him accurately, who He is and what He is about. Right?、Mm-hmm. Yes. Because every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights. Right? Yes. Okay. It's not blessing and cursing. No. We are the ones that open ourselves up to cursing when we are in opposition or rebellion against Him. That comes as a result of sin and the curse. So, in other words, the evil one who then has claim, like in a court, because these things happen, right? These violations、yes. occurred, the enemy has claim. Which is why the Lord only stresses do what's right, do what's righteous, be holy because I'm holy. Right?、Yes. Okay. Well, let's understand. So we can view the Lord accurately for who he is and love him and his nature, his character, and his attributes. Yes. Right? Let's look at that in, in I'll say, our relationship, right? Yes. From a parent and a child. If we have an Incorrect view 
of our parents. Our parents intend to bless us. But if I have an incorrect view, then it's a 50-50 shot. They may bless me. They may punish me. Right? It makes it very difficult to have a relationship or to ask for anything from yes. them. Yes? Because who knows what they would re- receive. Right? Yes. I may ask for a pony, but get a snake, right? No. <laughs> All right? It doesn't make any sense. Or is the Lord right? Right? Uh, no one asks for a fish and they're given a serpent. No one asks for bread, but they're given a rock, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a, a good father who knows how to give good gifts to his children. Jesus clarified that. We should take the opportunity to study God's character, to learn about him and who he is, and to appreciate. And not just from a distant place of, yeah, okay, that's God. I'll st- he's over there and I'll stay over here. But to adore his nature and his character to love him and to love everything about him. Mm-hmm. Amen. That should be your waking and your sleeping thought. I love everything about God because he's only good. Yes. Which on a slightly side note, oh, go ahead, baby. You got something. I was going to say, and if there is correction or more when there is correction, it's not because the Lord did anything. He's never wrong. It's because I was out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. So I look back yes. at my own life. All the times that I received correction, I was way out of alignment. <laughs> you, you, way. Deserve, you earned it and then some. I don't say deserve, <laughs> uh, but you earned that and, and then some. So Absolutely. I. I should have been one of the, the the children that were taken out of the camp and stoned. No, like. Amen to that. I, Thank hey, God that's, for that's mercy. That's the truth. That it, mercy <laughs> and grace. Absolutely. Thank God. Right. But that I can accurately sense. look and say, well, that's. That's how I was. It's not who I am. It's not how I am anymore. Amen. But at that time, that's how I was. I was out of alignment. My parents had every right and need to bring me into or to correct me so that I could then come back into alignment. Amen. And then finally, verse 39 and how it was talked. Are we back in Exodus 28? Or Yes, sorry. That's verse okay. 40. Wrong verse. Okay. And how the Lord showed me that with it, also to tr- glorify the Lord in what you're doing at all stages, not just viewing what you seem as a mighty work for God, and this is what I got to get to. This doesn't really matter down here. Nobody really sees it. But to do it with a willing heart and to put your same effort into it. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, I just imagine myself waving my hands and people being healed and stuff, and the Lord saying, uh, in order to get to that position, <laughs> that's just what I imagine. There's some steps in the process that uh, yeah, in the name go of through. Jesus that must must hit. Okay, and how we'll the Lord come back showed to that. that before I get to a level where I have that capability and I can be trusted with that ability from the Holy Spirit. There's other things I have to progress and go forward. It's not like you were saying, "Mommy, Jesus didn't come out of the uh, wine, <laughs> come out know. the womb, and rub his hand over his bottle of milk and say." No, he didn't. <laughs> he did not. But but what you said was accurate, sir. Right? And you made a very profound and key statement. We can have those things. He, he has given us power and authority. Right? Yes. He has to be able to trust us. We can trust him. He is faithful. But we have to demonstrate that we are faithful. Yes. That we are trustworthy, that we are people of integrity, 
the way the Lord describes integrity. Amen. That's the key. Yes. All right. He said himself, greater works than these you will do. Mm. Okay. Well, can he trust us with that kind of power and authority? And to know that it's not your power and authority Amen. that does anything because you ain't got it. It's the name of Jesus. <laughs> it's the Father that does the work. Jesus walked in that, right? He didn't take credit for himself and say, yeah, look at me. He didn't. He said, it's, it's not me. It's the Father who does the work. Everything was to glorify the Father. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, sir. Okay. First, the Lord's talking to me about the whole, whole section of Scripture. Now, the Lord's talking to me about... He reminded me of when he said the meaning of four was worship. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord just reminded me of that was the purpose of this all. They're supposed of the priest. They're supposed to worship and minister before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord brought me to Romans 11, sorry, Romans 12 verses one through two, where it says, wait, I'll let you guys get there. Thank you. Go ahead, baby. We're coming. Go ahead, says, read it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good, prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. Other versions say, what is the reasonable service of worship? Amen. Yes. Okay. Just depends on your translation. So, just want to make that clear for the listeners. But continue, sir. And so the Lord's talking to me about how that's why the Lord created humans to worship Him. And, yes, to worship Him. And to glorify Him. And also, yes. And then with the little thing, with the. Engraving word, where it's supposed to be on the turban says holiness to the Lord, mm-hmm. and so the Lord showed me that's a form of worship, and the Lord showed me that worship was created so not only to see how far we would go, but when we do everything, everything that the Lord tells us to do when we do, that's worship, not just going singing mm-hmm. a song. If it, if you don't have your heart behind it, if the Lord did not tell you to do it, then that's not worship. Hmm. So what if I just stuck a sticker on my head that said holiness to the Lord? No. And then I ran across the room and beat you up. <laughs> no. It's on my head. I, I wrote it. I put it there. Well, I think the key <laughs> part is this, right? The pre, well, earlier in that verse, the verse 36, right? Make a plate of gold, a pure gold, and engrave it, engrave on it like the engraving of a signet. <laughs> Everybody understand what a signet is or is for? Yes. What is it? Signet is like on a signet ring, they use it to seal it. Okay. Specifically, it's given to an ambassador for the king, from the king to an ambassador so he can use it to stamp it and do it in the king's name. You mm-hmm. see that in Daniel. Mm-hmm. Not Daniel, Esther. It's a symbol it's of in a number power of places. and authority. Right. Mm-hmm. It's in a number of places, yes. It denotes the, that person has the authority and power to make something binding but for the people. In the, just for clarity, as y'all are referring to that, it, 
I would want to say it is the symbol of the ruling authority's power. Absolutely. And typically when it's mentioned, it's mentioned as if it's bestowed upon someone else. So the yep. ring exactly. or the signet is passed to someone else who says you have access to my power on my behalf. Exactly. To use the power that is under my authority and my right as king. Absolutely. I, I'm loaning it to you mm. as so my representative. Amen. It is bestowed or entrusted to someone. So and how do we get to that point? Wait, and so in other words, you can go in my name. That's huh, the which is one. how you get to that laying hands on the sick and all of that. Go in his name that has the authority, that has the power, that has the the seat of rule associated and attached to it. Exactly. Amen. It's not yes. given to people that are unknown and don't, right? There clearly has to be a personal Thank you, Dean. relationship there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not just given to anybody off the street. People that are known, that have a relationship with this person in power and have demonstrated their faithfulness or that they are trustworthy, they have integrity to do and say the things that will be a representation of the one in authority. Mm-hmm. Acting in and on their behalf. On their behalf, not on the individual with the signet's behalf. Well, I'm saying this, so no, it's to carry out where with the same thought, actions, mindset, right? Their nature, character, and ways. Ruling how they would have, or ruling how they rule. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. That's, and that is how we are to be in this life. Which is practice for the one to come. We are being refined and perfected here. Hmm. If we're willing. So, let's pause there for today. There's a lot to mull over and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. All right? So, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for... Loving us all equally, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us your power so that we can show your name throughout the earth and help people come to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.